Hey everybody, welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris, and we have got an awesome, a freaking awesome episode for you here tonight. I am joined by the amazing and lovely, one of them's lovely, but the couple you know and love from Huntsville, Alabama, Mike and Nikki. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Wait, I, I, I'm assuming I'm, Mike was the lovely one. Yeah, I, I was doing great until you called me lovely. I mean, what the <laughs> hell, dude? I, I, mean, I had no idea how you felt. Yeah, you did. No, it's true. <laughs> Mike and Nikki, no, what yes. are y'all drinking tonight? Um, you know, I was having a Chardonnay, and then now I've moved on to a White Claw hard seltzer. So pretty much throw in a pumpkin spice latte, and I am a suburban bitch right now. (laughs) Basic suburban bitch. That's right. But but I, you know, it's nice. I'm enjoying my black cherry flavor. Well, in keeping with the basic uh, theme there, I'm going to guess that Mike is drinking either a pumpkin beer or an IPA because they are the basic bitch drinks. Of the over 30 Caucasian males. Well, I I do concede that I am drinking an IPA. You know, we were talking about uh, sponsorships a little bit before before this game. We just kind of been joking. But I think at this point, Trim Tab Brewing should probably throw us a little something. Because yes. I bring these guys beer on all the time. And I talk it up because... Every single one of their Light Visions collection that I've had is fantastic. But uh, I actually selected this one because I know that our guests tonight, at least one of our guests tonight, has an affinity for the uh, double dry hopped double IPA. This is actually a triple dry hopped double IPA. (laughs) It's called The Observer. And it is fantastic. This might be the best one that they've done yet. This is just so good. But Trim Tab Brewing, they're out of Birmingham. I hope to one day actually visit uh, their brewery. But uh, every single one of these beers that I've had has just been really, really good. All right. Well, I am having myself, and I'm actually, I haven't even opened it yet because I just ran to, get to the fridge to get it. But this is from a brewery down in Port St. Lucie, Florida called Hop Life Brewing. And this is their Nut House Coffee Porter. And uh, yeah, I could, I do like myself some porters and I do like myself some coffee. So uh, let's see here. You're doing the thing where you haven't had any sleep. So you're drinking coffee based beer to stay away. (laughs) Second week in a row, man. I'm telling you last night was rough. Last week was rough. Life with life with a baby, dude. Yeah, we get it. We get it. We got a a four month old ourselves and a two year old who doesn't sleep. So oof, this is actually really good. This, this won't last long. Fantastic. So I've got two more uh, beers on standby. Um, as we open up more beer, whenever you open up something new, just call it out. But enough of us. You've heard us a lot. You don't need to hear from us again. I am really excited for this, everybody. We have got two of the biggest Weird Al fans in the freaking universe on from the Beard Al podcast. Say hello to Lauren and John. Hello. Hello to Lauren and John. (laughs) (laughs) So tell our listeners a little bit about you and tell us about the Beard Owl podcast. Um, Basically, we are a brother and sister and we have loved Weird Owl forever. And we have also loved craft beer as long as we have been, quote unquote, legally allowed to do so. And so we decided to match those two interests together and we've created the Beard Owl podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about two of the greatest things in the world, beer and Weird Al. And so 
what we do is uh, we're we're going through Weird Al's catalog, kind of song by song, and we're just pairing each song up with a beer, like one might pair a fine wine with a gourmet meal. Well, speaking of that, I can't wait to hear what you guys come up with for the Jackson Park Express. <laughs> oh boy, I haven't matched that one up yet. I don't think. Oh, that is one of my favorite Weird Al songs. So, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Um, I live in Jacksonville, Florida, so I'm not that far from you. Uh, and I was thinking about getting something local to share with everybody, but instead, I changed my mind. I have a it's <laughs> it's a double dry hopped, but it's just a single IPA. But it's a double dry hopped uh, IPA with strata hops and guava from Anchorage Brewing Company in Alaska. Anchorage Brewing is good. They are yeah, a good they brewery. Are. And their their can art is super uh, creepy and macabre, and I, I just love each one. This one is called Catch, and I have another one of them lined up for a well, a different beer from Anchorage lined up for later. So it's it's so far so good. It, they're a good brewery. I had a, a buddy mm-hmm. of mine from college that lived out in Anchorage for years, and he loved it. And when we went to Alaska for my honeymoon, we were able to find it in Alaska. So yeah, we're, we're the weird people that went to the cold where it's really freaking cold for our honeymoon. It was amazing. Well, when you live somewhere hot, you go somewhere cold. Oh, I know. Right. That, that's Absolutely. that's the thought. John, what are you drinking, man? All right. Well, I'm John. Uh, I'm an engineer. I live in uh, Mountaintop, Pennsylvania, which is an outskirt of Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania, which is an outskirt of Scranton, Pennsylvania, which everybody knows because of the office. Um, I uh, <laughs> tonight I am drinking something that's going a little bit more back to my roots. Um. Uh, I have a beer from Pottsville, Pennsylvania, which is only about an hour away, but it is the America's oldest brewery, Yingling Traditional Lager. So that was the beer that I would go to wing nights and I would get dollar Yinglings and 25 cent wings and just kind of go to town on that. And so that's just kind of a beer that I could sit and drink and be mindless about it, and I could focus on other things. <laughs> Yings and wings. Yings and wings. Yings and wings, yeah. I believe the um, outside Pennsylvania, the only other Yingling brewery is actually in Tampa. Is that correct? It is, right down to where yeah. Anheuser Brewery yeah. used to be, in, uh, next to Bush Gardens. Oh, yeah, right. Which is great, because that means we can get Yingling, like, anywhere. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. If you go when west, I moved down here. I was I was like shocked at how freaky weird Florida people are about Yingling because it must have just gotten here when I moved down here and every every restaurant was like now serving Yingling now serving Yingling <laughs> and I'm like big fucking deal <laughs> yeah right coming from coming from Wilkesbury it's like you just go to a bar and say I'll have a lager and of course you're gonna get a Yingling up here mm-hmm. because yep. like that's the just nobody else is like stepping on that market but down there yeah okay I'll have a Yingling oh. That is, Yingling is my daily drinker. If I'm if I'm having a beer every day, it's going to be a Yingling because it's just it's good. It's always going to be a good beer. It is, yeah. I on Untapped, I believe I rated it a three point two five. What? Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I gravitate more towards an IPA. I'm not saying I don't like it. There's only one beer that I've ever rated below a three. Hmm. And I rated it a one because I at least give something a one because it at least tries to be a beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're gonna go. We're gonna get right into the game. And tonight we have got Team Pub Trivia Experience taking on Team Beard Al. Woo! Your game tonight's a little bit different. We're gonna explain it as we go, but we're gonna start as we always do with our pregame. 
Team Beard Owl. The pregame is a 50-50. It's either going to be a yes or no answer. I just need to know, do you want odds or evens? I have 10 questions here. You can either get the odds or the evens. I think there's an obvious choice. There's an obvious choice. Now, do you think Weird Al is even or odd? Odd. Okay, odd, because it's weird. There it is. All right. Well, here is your pregame round. And because I know our guests are big fans of two things, your pregame is in Weird Al. Oh, Oh, crap. I I want you to tell me. Were these songs ever covered in one of Weird Al's polka medleys? We're going to start with the odds. Lauren, John, your song is Every Breath You Take by The Police. Yes. Yes, I was just talking about it earlier today. It was. That was on uh, Polka's on the 45, I think, on his second album, right? Yeah, in 3D. In 3D. Okay, this is going to be an interesting opening round. I'm just going to go ahead and write... 100's down for everybody. (laughs) Mike and Nikki, you're next. Your song is Owner of a Lonely Heart by Yes. Oh, I am fairly certain that is the name of the band. That uh, I'm pretty sure the answer to that question is the name of the band, which is Yes. And that is correct. It was on, if I'm not mistaken, Dare to be Stupid. I was thinking it was the Dare to be Stupid polka, but I couldn't remember. I'm not as familiar with that one. And that song is actually called Hooked, Hooked on the Polkas. That Question is. number three, heading over to Beard Al. Your song is Shout by Tears for Fears. Yes, it is. Yes. It was. 20 points. Number four. Mike and Nikki, your song is Love Shack by the B-52s. And Nikki just looks at Mike with a, a disapproving look. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, pol- it was on uh, Polka Your Eyes Out, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was. On Polka Your Eyes Out, that is correct. You did take me to one weird account. I did. <laughs> Number five, heading back over to Beard Al. Your song is Dr. Feelgood by Motley Crue. Yes. Yes. Dr. Feelgood is definitely on there. That is yeah. also on Polka Your Eyes Out. Yeah, see, when I'm doing this, like, I, I'm imagining, I, I don't know how anybody else is doing this, but I'm basically, like, look, picturing the song in my head, like, hearing it in my brain, and have I heard it that faster and higher pitch or not? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm picturing Weird Al singing it, and then I'm trying to place it into a polka. Yeah. Is basically He's the I'm one doing. they call Dr. Feelgood. Yeah. Right. He's the one that makes you feel all right. He's going to be your Frankenstein. Hey. Let's kick it. That's right. You got a problem? Yo, I'll solve it. Hey, Check the, out, what? Did you what? It. Ice, ice, baby. Oh, yeah. I'm be... singing too We're close. We're to your mother. See, there's... Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. That was on Off the Deep End, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Which is actually my favorite Weird Al album, so I think it's hilarious that it's oh. your all's least favorite. I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I th- I was thinking about it a little bit, and I sorry I don't want to segue too much, but I think it's I think it's a matter of when you first got into Weird Al. That was my first Weird Al album. Weird album, absolutely. excuse me. Yeah. Thank you, Weird album. Yeah, one hundred percent, absolutely. That's why we like Bad Hair Day so much. Right, right, right. Actually, I think our least favorite album is not. <laughs> is it? I thought it was Apocalypse. 
Eric really close, but I think Chris wants to keep going with the game. We're, being, we're being too nerdy yeah. for him. Hey. Chris, 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 like leaned in to talk to the microphone, and then John's like, no, 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 like, no, 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 Fight for your right by the Beastie Boys. Gosh. Oh, man. So That just sounds like it would be on a bad Well, he did a Beastie Boys pastiche on um, Even Worse. I don't think he ever did fight for your right. And we haven't actually had a no yet, so I'm going to say no. No is correct. The Beastie Boys song he did in Apoka was Intergalactic Planetary Planetary Intergalactic. That's right. He did. That's right. He did do that one. I get locked down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Beard Al, your song is not Intergalactic Planetary. Your song is Rock the Cash Bob by The Clash. Oh no. Uh, yes. Uh, am I wrong? Are you guys locking in? <laughs> I'm looking. I'm. Tr- I'm trying. To, I'm looking at my brother. I'm. If you're confident about it, I can't hear it. But if you're confident about it, yeah, sure. I feel like it's on one of the earlier polkas. In our first wrong answer of the day. Really? Yeah. There is oh, a well. Clash song on uh, there, but it's not "Rock the Cast By." Forget which one it is. I'm sorry, John. It's okay. It's okay. If I we apologize. lose by I, I actually was twenty it points, was it's all your fault. <laughs> it, it, it sounds like a song that would be on there. Like, yeah. Mike and Nikki, your song is Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins. I don't I don't remember Danger Zone in a polka, so I'm going to say no. And that is correct. Danger Zone is not, but Footloose is. That's right. Footloose is. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he does it in kind of like that slowed down <laughs> yeah. type of thing, doesn't he? In that, in that, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Beard Al, your song is Smoke on the Water by Deep Purple. Yes. Yes, 100%. That's in Polka's on 45. Smoke on the water. And fire in the sky. And fire in the sky. And then he does Mm -hmm. on the accordion. (laughs) I'm a man. I'm a man. Do you want to go like grab a drink or something? (laughs) Yes, actually here. (laughs) see this is this is all your fault you talked about weird al to two weird al nerds and like (laughs) and made a weird al you think we're not gonna go on tangents i'm not complaining this is gold man this is gold (laughs) tangents Uh, are our thing our whole podcast is a tangent that's how we started off too (laughs) (laughs) we we've tried to rein it in maybe Pseudo successfully. Sorry, Chris. Continue. You're good. <laughs> to finish off the opening round, Mike and Nikki enter Sandman by Metallica. Exit light. Ba-na-na-na-na. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it was. Also from Polka, your eyes out. <laughs> and your score is heading into round one. 100 points for Team Pub Trivia Experience. 80 points for Beard Al. And the way the rounds are going to work, rounds one through five, four questions per round, each worth 100 points. For rounds one through four, I'm going to give you the master category and the subcategories, and we will go turn by turn. You'll choose what subcategory question you want, and you'll be the only team allowed to answer that question. 
Beard Al, you are currently in uh, currently trailing by 20 points. Your category is wine and beer. Your subcategories are prohibition, what's in a name, filler up, or finally, a wine question. You know what, John? Since I screwed that up, I'm going to let you pick the category. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm thinking what's in a name. Okay. That's fun. They have gone with what's in a name. Here's your question. What type of beer takes its name from the German word for yeast? And feel free to talk it out. Uh... So, John, I'm thinking Hefeweizen? Yes. Does that sound like it makes sense to you? Yes. I don't know any German, but I know a Hefeweizen is a weedy, yeasty kind of beer. Absolutely, yes. And yeasty sounds Uh terrible to call something. (laughs) Right, right. No, I would would absolutely go with a Hefe. All right. So we're going to go with Hefeweizen, and we're going to lock in with Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen is correct. Hefe in German translates directly to yeast. Nicely done. Yay. I do not know what Weizen translates to. Probably. It's not beer. I I think it's wheat, isn't it? It might be. I have no idea. So a wheat yeast? Yeast, Yeasty wheat, yeasty yeasty weedy beer. I'm going to have a nice yeast wheat. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Mike and Nikki, choose your category. What do you think? You want, uh, yeah, you want call. prohibition or the or finally a wine? We'll do we'll do we'll do finally a wine question because it it wouldn't make it, I like it better when it's earlier in the round than than the last one in the round because hmm. then it kind of throws the subcategory. Sure, finally a wine question. Here's your question under the category of finally a wine question. The 2002 Charles Shaw Shiraz beat out over 2,000 other wines to win double gold medal at the International Eastern Wine Competition. This brand of wine is better known by what nickname? I'm guessing Two Buck Chuck, right? It's Charles Shaw yeah, or something, so well, it's probably... Yeah, it, Two Buck Chuck is Charles Shaw wine at uh, Trader's Joe's, so yeah. That's two probably... Buck, yeah, two that's Buck probably Chuck. Yeah. yeah, Two Buck Chuck. Two Buck Chuck is correct. Woohoo! All right, Beard Al, your categories that you have left are prohibition or filler up. Uh, John, what do you think? I'll let I'll let you choose this one. <laughs> oh crap! Oh crap! Um, uh, you know what? I'm feeling I'm feeling like going with prohibition. Something about it is I feel like we could do this. Let's go prohibition. Sure. Also, it looks like they're upset that they wanted it. So yeah, that's <laughs> a little bit of game theory right there. I have no theories. <laughs> I have beer. Beer is better <laughs> than theories. Your category is Prohibition. After the repeal of Prohibition, what president, who was only elected president once, was in the White House when America had the fewest number of breweries? Okay. Oh, crap. So it's not really about beer. It's about presidents. Okay. Ah, Jeebus. Jeebus, Crimbus. You know, I was feeling Prohibition because John, I'm, you know, we're thinking out loud here, right? You know, because John having Yingling and I know that during Prohibition, Yingling made ice cream, which is great. So I'm thinking, all right, Prohibition, let's just go with it. So Prohibition ended 30s, president only elected once. Um, What do you think, Jeff? I'm probably way off base here, but was it Taft? I don't know. I don't know, John. I really don't know. We're going to get this wrong. And I know for a fact we're going to get this wrong. 
I feel yeah, really I'm stupid not a, about it. I'm not a presidential man. So no, no, uh, my not. guess my guess uh, would be Taft, but I, I know I'm probably wrong. I feel like he was president more than once, but I could also be wrong with that. How about McKinley? How do you feel about McKinley? Okay, sure. Okay, we're going to go with McKinley, which is probably wrong. They have locked in with William McKinley, and that is not a correct answer. Uh, Mike, do you have a guess? So you said after Prohibition, right? Correct. So I was figuring Carter's the one that legalized home brewing. He was only elected once, so it was possible it could have been him because maybe the total number of breweries was taking a downturn. The only other presidents after Prohibition that were only elected once were Truman and uh, Kennedy and Johnson. I think offhand my guess would, would have probably been Truman just because he was soonest after FDR, but that would have been a dip in breweries after FDR, and that would have been after World War II, and I feel like it probably would have been on the rise. I guess I probably would have guessed Carter offhand, but I don't know. So Carter is actually the correct answer. What ended up happening, it was 1978, and in the mid to the early to mid-70s, all the small breweries were getting bought up by the bigger chains. Oh, and so gotcha, the, gotcha. the dawn of the craft beer movement had not really happened yet. Mm. Right. And that's one of the things that kind of kick-started the craft beer movement. But nicely done, nicely done. No points for Mike and Nikki, though. That means your question is in filler up. Growlers have become synonymous with the local craft beer scene around the U.S. How many ounces are in a standard growler? Is it 32 or 64? Um, um, it's one of those two. I want to say 64. I want to say 64 because at 32, I mean... Uh, well, this, well, so, okay. How this, many this, ounces? I was going to say, this That's, might be cheating, but I think this is 20 ounces? Yeah, it's got to No, be. this is 16 ounces. Okay. So it's got to be four times this, Yeah. Right? That's probably yeah. about right. Yeah, okay. So we'll 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 say sixty four fluid ounces. Sixty four ounces is correct, and John is banging his head against the couch. <laughs> yeah, because we knew that one. John, don't let me pick anything anymore. I have okay. chosen poorly. <laughs> Not twice. even your nose. Not no. even your nose. No. You have chosen poorly. Poorly. <laughs> All right, we are out of the wine and beer category. Your next category is in kid stuff. Okay. So your your subcategories under kid stuff are going to be presidents, literature, toys, and food. And we're going to start. <laughs> Two of those things sound like kid stuff. <laughs> we're going to start with Mike and Nikki. Well, you like presidents, but it's probably presidents of some kind of kids corporation. Yeah, exactly. I um, don't know. Um, uh, uh... It was it was presidents literature toys and food. Go Correct. literature. You're always pretty good. It might be some. Yeah. I, all right. We'll we, we'll do literature. I'm cool with that. Go on his reading level. <laughs> That's right. John. <laughs> see, John knows me. He's already. He's already. He's already. Yeah, he's already you see. We're guests. Be nice. Whoa, whoa, that is no, not no, part no, of the that's, deal. That's completely unnecessary. No, I know. That is I know. not he's part right. of the that's deal. That's not part of the pub trivia experience. 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 Send all complaints right. to beardalpodcast at gmail <laughs> compliments go to chris at pub experience.com listen here all you commenters <laughs> <laughs> okay does that mean mike you're going with literature is that right i think we're gonna go literature yeah here's your literature question under the category of kid stuff what well-known children's author was posthumously inducted into the nashville songwriters hall of fame in 2002 
His contributions to country music include works for Loretta Lynn and Johnny Cash, including a Grammy in 1970 for the song A Boy Named Sue. This is uh, Shel Shel Silverstein. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I knew. I knew he. I knew he wrote a boy named Sue, so I was pretty sure that was who it was. And then. Well, I didn't know that he did. Children's books. I know he did children's <laughs> books, but I'm trying to think. You know, I don't know what the heck he did for Loretta Lynn. I actually didn't know he was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. That's really well, cool. It's like, but... I mean, I know that, but I didn't know he did anything for Loretta yeah. Lynn. But anyway, we'll we'll lock I in mean, with I'm Shel Silverstein. And Shel Silverstein is a correct answer. Definitely. Beard I, Al. I I mean I wouldn't have got I, would, I mean I knew the song when he said the song, but I. No. Beard Al, your categories are going to be presidents, toys, or food. John, pick. (laughs) Toys. Here is your question under toys. What children's toy was famously banned from NSA headquarters in 1999 over fears that it might repeat information critical to national security? I think it's the Furby. Oh my God, John! I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna lock in Furby. Furby, yeah. Furby is 100 percent accurate. Nicely done. Great job. <laughs> well Good done. job. Good Johnny. job, John. Yeah. Oh, job, Johnny. That Furby was creepy. Yeah, I was just thinking the Furby was really, really, yeah. Creepy. really creepy. Yeah, even when you burn them, they still talk. What? While they're burning. Wait, what? what? Wait, how yeah. do you know this? I watch internet videos. Oh, all right, all right. Fair. YouTube takes you to scary places. That's true. That's true. That, that's is that what they call the dark web? <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh. Mike and Nikki, do you want presidents or food? Presidents or food? <laughs> Sorry. Let's go food. Let's go food. Here's your category, your question of the category of food. Everyone knows the elves snap, crackle, and pop. But did you know that for two commercials in the 50s, there was a fourth elf? What? (laughs) No, we didn't. (laughs) What three-letter name designed to show the power of whole grain rice did this elf have? Okay. So three names. Three, so three, three, le- three letter, three right? Three letter three name. Na- yeah, three letter name. So there's already Snap, Crackle, and Pop. It has to do with... Rice. Rice. Whole grain rice. Whole grain rice. <laughs> so snap, snap crackle, crackle, Pop. pop. It has to be a three word. Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, I don't... <laughs> snap, Crackle, Pop, Pow. <laughs> I mean, pop, Pow, yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's okay. Let's go through three-letter words. I don't think it's the ass. <laughs> no, um, let's see. Snap, crackle, pop. Wow, Rice Krispies. I'm yeah. just trying. I'm trying to think of like. I, don't I know. think Wow or Power uh, works. Uh, so, I, I was mean, thinking maybe like it was comic booky, so like Pow. Ma- yeah. But like I don't know, but Wow. Could work. Chris, Chris, did was there a time period in the question? Yeah, I think that was fifties. In the fifties. I don't know if 50s get you anywhere. Gin? Like... I mean, I can't. <laughs> Gin. <laughs> That's what they were putting oh, in the man. cereal, right? <laughs> That's how the kids were. Oh, were they? All right. You know. That's what my grandma always told me. Put gin. Oh, is that? Put, 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 a bit, little... put a little bit of gin in the cereal? Um, um, hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I would say wow. Uh, wow's a good guess. Is it, I mean, is there anything else that you can associate with like whole grain rice as a. Like. Uh, I don't know why soy popped into my soy? head because I put it on on rice, but that doesn't exp- that doesn't have anything to do with the power of rice. Is that I can well, think maybe, of? Well, here's the thing: it's snap, 
makes a sound. Crackle right. makes, makes a, a sound. sound. Pop, Pop makes, makes a sound. sound. So it's got to be a, a good sound. Point. That's a good point. What's another? What's another three-letter onomatopoeia thing? Zip. Zip. Yeah. <laughs> pow. Wow. I kind of like zip better than wow or pow, but go still, for zip? Go for I, I just, yeah, I mean, we could, you don't know. I, yeah, I was going to say, we, we could, we could have an haul about this for forever, but I don't, oh, we're, sure. <laughs> sure. Zip. They have zip. locked in zip. <laughs> and zip is not a correct answer. Lauren, John, do you guys have a guess of what you, what would you have said? I was thinking back, to, I was thinking back to the 1960s Batman. I know that was after. The '50s commercials here, but I'm thinking like "zock" was was one of my favorite words that came yeah. on the screen. But I think I, I think the answer is actually "pow." I was gonna guess "pow." Yeah, I think it's "pow." If I had to guess "pow," I included the word "power" in there for a reason. It is "pow." Sorry, I'm so I didn't think about "pow." Yeah, I said, you pa- said I said "pow." You, you said "pow." I L- said "pow." <laughs> listen, listen, listen to your wife. Listen to your, listen to your wife. wife. No, right. I didn't, but I didn't, I didn't fight for it or anything. Yeah. Like, yeah, sure. Listen to last week's episode. You'll know listening to your wife gets you points. Isn't that the name That's of right. the episode? It, it, it was literally listen to your wife. Yep. Yep. All right. That means Lauren and John, your category is in presidents. Crap. What former U.S. president appeared on the show? Wait, wait, don't tell me. And successfully aced a three-question quiz on My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic. Uh, the John, the only president that would even make sense for this to me would be Barack Obama. Okay, do you know what I mean? It's either Barack Obama yeah. or George W. Bush because he's he's weird and he paints those animals. But I don't feel like he would watch. Hold on. Are you telling me that George W. Bush paints My Little Ponies? Because that would be like the best piece of thi- best thing I've learned all day today. Not particularly My Little Ponies, but he does paint. Like he paints and he paints animals. Yeah, he does paint. He's painted yes. horses. Um, but I don't feel like no. He... I don't think George W. is a brony. No, and so I feel like I feel like it would have to be Barack Obama, just simply due to the fact that you know he puts out like qu- like quarterly <laughs> playlists. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you know, Brony Obama. <laughs> Brony oh Obama, God. sure. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. Anyway, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna lock yeah. in with the uh, well-known Brony <laughs> Barack Obama. <laughs> yeah. The well-known Brony Barack Obama, unfortunately, is not a correct answer. No, this is not uh. with the president's children. It's with his grandchildren. It's Bill Clinton. So I have cracked open another beer, everybody. I am moved on from the coffee nut porter. I am moving over to a goofy-footed American wheat ale from Escape Brewing. Escape Brewing right here in the Tampa Bay area. It's a nice little tasting room up in Trinity off of 54 and Little Road. If you have not been there, not only is the beer top-notch, but the actual vibe inside when we can go out and do this stuff again is awesome. So if you're in the t- Trinity area, Tampa Bay area, Escape Brewing is great. There are also literally about 50 other breweries in the area you will enjoy just as much because we are the craft beer hub, it feels like, of the Southeast. The Jacksonville people may disagree. Nah, we're trying to catch up. We've got some good stuff here. Um, there's Actually, if you are ever in the Jacksonville area, there's a brewery called Rev 
in uh, Atlantic Beach, Florida, which is just over the intercoastal over here. Um, they do a bunch of weird shit. Okay, they specialize in hazy IPAs, sours, and stouts. But oh, I love stouts. Super weird stuff. This the guy who started it. He was the the brewmaster for one of the um, larger, more conventional breweries in town, and he wanted to experiment. So he opened this little place up, and it's awesome. But I just cracked open another beer from Anchorage Brewing Company, and this is called Puppy. Ooh. It's a double dry hop India Pale Ale with Strata and Mosaic hops, and I like this um, just as much as I liked the other one. They're very similar. One has guava, one doesn't. Is that one the one sans guava? This is the sans guava, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Mike, what did you grab, buddy? Well, since you were making fun of me for being a basic bitch before from getting an IPA, I went ahead and grabbed a pumpkin ale. Oh. And yes, I know it's August, and no, I don't care. I think I had this one uh, on here before, but this is from the Whole Hog Brewery, which sounds like it should be an Alabama brewery, but is actually out of Wisconsin. It's a, real, it's a good pumpkin ale. <laughs> All right, your third category for tonight is an entertainment. Your subcategories, controversial comic books. Chris's obligatory music question, the tabloids, and Academy Awards. Lauren and John, you get to get started. What are we going with? John, what do you think? Well, you got to read all about it in the Midnight Star, right? So I'm going to go tabloids. (laughs) Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, here is your tabloids question. By the way, my favorite question of the night. By far, my oh, favorite wait, question of the night. And we get it. Yay. During the 80s, Burt Reynolds had a heated feud with what tabloid? On one fateful Christmas Eve night, Burt filled his helicopter with horse manure and dropped it on the Christmas tree at their corporate headquarters in Boca Raton. Name that tabloid. Well, John, let's think of tabloids that we know. There's the Sun, there's Sun right? There's the National Enquirer. Mm-hmm. I was I was thinking National Enquirer. All right. I mean, I I I, I don't know. I'm seriously. I'm imagining standing like in a in a grocery store, you know, looking. Yeah. But ever since I moved to the south, Finding, like, seeing the the Bat Boy and oh, do you remember Bat Boy? I Incredi- remember Bat Boy. And the Incredible Frog Boy is on the loose again. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I think I think National <laughs> Enquirer. It's probably mm-hmm. the way to go. I, I yeah. There's no sense talking ourselves into something. Don't else. talk ourselves out of it. Yeah, I'm yeah. national. Yeah, the Enquirer, National Enquirer. All right, National Enquirer. The National Enquirer is correct. Nicely Yay! done. I can't Finally. imagine having that much animosity or money that I would pay to fill my helicopter with horse manure and drop it on someone's Christmas Eve celebration. What? Turd Ferguson for you. That's that's right. <laughs> that that's some fuck you money right there. Yes, yeah. it is. Oh, oh, Bert man. Reynolds. Mr. Burt Reynolds, may you rest in peace, sir. Mike and Nikki, you're up. Um, we got what's it? so wait. We have the music question, the Academy Awards question, and controversial um, comic books. That's right, controversial, controversial comics. Books. Um, I'll leave it up to you. What are you feeling? I don't know 
what kind of music question? Yeah, you, you want have. you want to do? He Chris is notorious for stumping me with music questions. Right, well, go Oscars. You want to do a, Academy, Academy Awards? Awards yeah. yeah, he's notorious at stumping me with those too, but oh, that's okay. We'll We're notorious at stumping him with them, so it'll work yeah. out. Academy Awards. Yeah, one episode. Thank you for that, Mike. That one embarrassing episode. Here, <laughs> here is your Academy Awards question. What 2013 film won three Oscars? Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, and Best Makeup and Hairstyling. The last award might actually be the most surprising, given that the hair and makeup budget for the film was only $250. All right. 2013 won Actor and Supporting Actor. What won Best Picture in 2013? This is where I always get screwed up. Did the movie come out in 2013 or were the Oscars in 2013? Right. Um, See, this is what I was worried about. Like, once it's funny, once you you get more recent, I start losing it. I know. Well, the the, the, Um, the, the, the 2000s, I mean, I I know. I get, get, like, I mean, I'm good with the 90s. Right. uh, All right. So, 2013. All right. So, work your way back. All right. So, 2013 would have been two. Two Academy Awards before we did our first joint Academy Award party. All right. right. Let's see. What's the last movie to win both actor and supporting actor? Was Avatar 2013? Avatar didn't have good acting. Um, but it was nominated there. But it didn't win. But it, it, was, it was Avatar. Avatar was 2009. Oh, I thought it was. No, it was like 2009. Okay. Oh, um, no. Okay. So it was the year. I think this was the year after The Artist. Um. Dang it. My brain. I know. Um, all right. Well, well what? All right. So it was surprising on makeup because it had, so it went actor and supporting. And he said it only had a $250 budget or whatever. But it won makeup. But it won makeup. Um, if I knew what won best picture that year, I could get it. I, I, I know. I know. That's, 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 that's what I figure too. Um, all right. Just work your way back. Right. So 2000. All right. So let's see. Um, Okay, uh, that might have been around King's speech time, but Jeffrey Rush didn't win supporting. Colin Firth won actor, but Jeffrey Rush didn't Who? win supporting. Uh, Colin, yeah. It would no, have been the did year. Did Jeffrey Rush win supporting? I don't know. I don't remember if he did or but they not. They would have had a bigger budget than $250. That, that's what I figure, yeah, exactly. Colin Firth and Jeffrey Rush in. Right. Um, right. Um, had to make people look like people. Yeah. Um, I, I, besides, I, I want to say... No, because King's Speech was... All right, I'm trying to think about my Oscar parties, but... Right. But 2000... So when it, when did we meet? We met in 2014. We, right. We, start, we started dating in 2014. And we did our first Oscar party 2015. Yeah. It's got to be like King's Speech then. What was right... What was the year after King's Speech? Oh, um, Argo won Best Picture the year after King's Speech. But no one won Actor or Supporting. But it did, yeah, exactly. But Ar- but it didn't win. So what else was nominated alongside? That year. It okay. was a weird year, right? Okay. <laughs> oh, that's right, because King's Speech won Argo, so it's whatever won. Um, all right. So what? Oh, actor answer. Wait, wait, wait. Was, no, no, wait, nominated? wait, 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 wait. Um, what was nominated that year? I think. That was one of Mahershala Ali's two Oscars, potentially. 
So his one was was Moonlight. The other might have been that year, and I don't remember what it was for. What it was for. <laughs> what it was for. <laughs> uh, shoot. But I think you're right. It was the Argo year because that was a weird year. Right. It was a very it was a very weird weird Oscar year because it was like Argo won um, the picture, but it wasn't even nominated for director, director. and. Woman went after that, but that wasn't the year of the help, though. Was it Iron Lady? No, because Iron Lady was only her. Right? No, yeah, no, it wouldn't have been Iron Lady. Um, and they would have had a bigger. Boy, break. I'm really glad we don't have a time limit. <laughs> You're going too soon. I know you. I know we are. Uh, I'm, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Man. I don't know. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't. This is terrible. I. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing. Is I don't. Actor and supporting actor. That's very... that's what's bugging me because it's like it feels like this is you know. God, we're gonna know it like as soon as he says. I, it. Uh, like, probably. Oh man. I'm just. I was trying to think. My what brain's else was just not working. I'm sorry. I, I know that's okay. I was just trying to think of what else was nominated with Argo. I don't even know if I that was the Argo right. year. I think you're right. I think Argo is the. Right I think year. it was the Argo year. Um, But you I want just, to know why I think it's Argo? Because I don't think I did an Oscar party that year. That would make sense, right? Yep, exactly. And that was a that was a very weird year, uh, Academy Awards speaking. Because um, I was in Texas, so I didn't do an I right. didn't do a party that year. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, Life of Pi was nominated. Um, I remember that. Okay. Yep. But I I don't remember. Life of Pi was nominated. Yeah, but that wasn't a huge that that wasn't a huge no. acting award. Um, the only reason I know this is because I had a couple people over. I didn't do an Oscar party, but I like I did a couple themed dishes. Right, and I had, like, right, right. Store bought apple pie, and I was like, it's life is pie. It's life is pie. Ha huh? yeah. ha. Life of pie. Yep. Yeah, I remember that now. But I can tell you on, who was nominated. On every podcast you're on, you can tell who is and is not the editor. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I, I we don't I don't know I don't know I'm at a loss you, you can guess I no I, I I genuinely like you're gonna tell me and I'm gonna be like oh, uh, yeah I, it's some it's the fact that it won actor and supporting actor is really oh Dallas Buyers Club oh yes Dallas, Dallas Buyers, Buyers Club. Club you were right. pulling it at the last second Matthew Dallas Buyers Club and Jared Leto yep. yep how the shit did you pull that out. <laughs> Because it makes sense. Tiny budget. Wow. Oh. I have no idea where that came from, and I am sorry to have taken so long. No. To get I, it was kind of beautiful to see the moment in your face when you were like, oh, I know this. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club is correct. and uh, just That was to, a fantastic question. Oh, my gosh. To correct some misinformation, let's go through this real quick. The King's Speech came out in 2010. It was in the 2011 Oscars. Argo came out in 2012. It was in the 2013 Oscars. The 2013 Oscars Best Picture, if I'm not mistaken, was 12 Years a Slave. Oh, okay. Hmm. All right, Beard Al, you're up. Do you want controversial comic books or Chris's obligatory music question? I'll let you choose this one. I would like to go with music. Okay. And thank you. (laughs) Here is your music question. The group Run DMC is one of the most influential hip-hop groups of all times. The Queens, New York-based trio is made up of musicians Run, DMC, and what other person? Oh, John, that would be uh, the one with all of the clocks. Oh, is that Flavor Flav? 
That would be a Flav of Flav, a star of some of my favorite terrible reality television. In, oh, was he? he? No, Public shit. Enemy. You're right, John. Shit. Okay. Yeah. No, okay. it's not well, Flavor Flav. Well, Okay, you see, I was feeling so fucking sure of myself, and now I'm not. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, Run DMC. So, we've got Run. We've got DMC. <laughs> and it's not Spinderella, because she was in Salt and Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in forever. I am so white. Oh, I am the whitest it's not, of the white. It's not Ice T because he's in uh, he's in Law and Order SVU. Right, Tutuola um, with Chris Maloney, who has the best butt ever. Odafin Tutuola. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you know um, that uh, we're gonna we're gonna sidebar here just for a second? Go while ahead. I'm thinking because I think when I talk, my favorite line in uh, Law and Order SVU is when because uh, you know Munch and Finn are partners on that show, right? And so it's Ice T and. Uh, uh, what's his face? Richard Belzer. And so they walk into this, you know, crime scene and it's, you know, it is what it is. And then everybody's kind of looking at Munch and Ice-T's, Tutuolo kind of goes, don't worry about him. That's my Jew. <laughs> <laughs> and they got away with that. I don't know how. Okay. But so well, who was time. in Run, who was in yeah. Run DMC? Who was in Run DMC? I literally, the only one I knew was Rev Run because he had that show. I'm not a Run DMC guy. Okay, okay, but they were they okay. Could the answer be Aerosmith? (laughs) (laughs) I I want it to be. They did that. (laughs) Yeah. Let's lock it. Okay. We're gonna be wrong. Famous hip hop group Aerosmith from Boston. But we're gonna lock in with Aerosmith because they had that hit song "Walk This Way" together with Frontier. (laughs) Wow, nice pull, Lauren. Nice pull. That's a hundred points for us. Aerosmith, baby. (laughs) Toxic twins. What the shit just happened? <laughs> we we're really confidently coming in with a very wrong answer. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they they have answered with Aerosmith. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> that's not the correct answer. Oh, we should have just gone Steven Tyler. Damn it! Dang it! Mike, I'm famous for stumping you with music questions. Do you have any idea? We, uh, honestly, if they hadn't made the joke, we were going to say Steven Tyler. Uh, but they just did. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah, I, I genuinely, I mean, I get, I get, makes sense that there, you know, there was, there was a third person kind of man on the boards, but I just, I didn't think about it. So. Oh man. So, you know, we are so white and nerdy. We do order all of our sandwiches with mayonnaise. We are really good at Minesweeper. We could play for days. Which see my sweet moves, you're gonna stay amazed. My fingers move so fast, it's like the place to blaze. So don't kill a rap I haven't run. Half past cattle, I'm number one. I do vector cows, it's just for fun. Hey, gotta get, but I got a soldering gun. Hep, yep. There are too many lines in that song that hit too close to home, and it hurts. <laughs> I did but, that at karaoke once, and it went poorly. Oh, I bet. I bet. There's no time to breathe. No. Yeah. Unfortunately, Aerosmith or Steven Tyler is not the correct answer. It is a gentleman by the name of Jason Mizell. You might know him better as Jam Master Jay. I know 
Oh. Now, now that you say that, now that you say it, I'm like, never there. in the deep recesses of my brain, I feel like maybe, but I never would have gotten there. To quote myself while watching Jeopardy, I knew that, but I just couldn't think of it. Right. Yep, been there. Mm-hmm. Been there. Yep. That's why I don't take the Jeopardy quiz. That and I'm dumb, but hey, you know what? We're moving on. Entertainment. Last question. It's in controversial comic books. This is going to Mike and Nikki. The first issue of Captain America shows Cap punching what political figure? This was controversial at the time and may still be controversial today for some reason. I, I'm pretty sure it was Hitler. Yeah, it had to have been. I, I mean, mean it was, that would have been was... right around that time. And it was it was probably controversial because, I, I mean, at that time, I don't know that there was, the, the U.S. Was, was probably not involved in the fight, war. He, it was probably well, still isolationist. Captain America involved. was fighting World War II. I mean, that... That makes sense. Yeah, and but that was probably before we had entered the and war. And it would be kind of controversial now because it's still kind of a sticky. Like, you don't put Hitler in things. That's not kind of funny. Yeah, I, I, I think I think I think we'll lock in with uh, Adolf Hitler. I can't say the word Hitler is correct, um, but we'll say that that is a correct answer. That's that's fair. It, that's it is fair. Adolf Hitler, and uh, for some reason, it's still controversial today to want to punch Hitler and get rid of Nazis. I don't know why. Mm. <laughs> We are moving on to round four. I have a score check for you. It is 600 points for the pub trivia experience to 380 points for Beard Al. So so for, for those of you keeping track at home, Chris just took our normal scoring system and multiplied it by 10. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. All right. We are moving on to your last, your second to last round. This is Chris's favorite round because these are where he gets to dump all the questions. He didn't know what to do. Your round is in hodgepodge. Your hodgepodge categories are in recent history, gambling, math, sports, and geography. Mike and Nikki will let you go first. Of those, I'd probably go recent Recent history. history. Yeah. Here is your recent history question. In 2009, former Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi caused a stir at the UN when he proposed the abolition, the, when he proposed the abolishment of what European country? Oof. 2009. Muammar Gaddafi. All right, well, what? Okay, so here's my thinking if he proposed mm-hmm. like the abolishment because in 2009 right they were all they went towards i mean didn't wasn't it was a little before but it was like they all went towards the euro was that a little before well they yeah they uh they were all pro- i mean most of the eu was on the euro by 2009 yeah but, but there's a few that are not so sure. I'm, I'm thinking like czech republic was is not on the euro at right. that point, so maybe abolish. I, I don't. I'm just. Yeah, but uh, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if Libya would have necessarily cared that much about the EU. Um, I'm just. I'm just thinking like. Yeah. Like, I'm, um. I mean, this is a really, really dumb question, but Israel is not considered part of Europe, right? No. I didn't think so. That would be the. It just seems like the natural. No. Um. That's just the country everybody goes after. Um, but I didn't think so. 2009. What the heck's going on in the world? Um, I 
I don't know. I was drinking a lot in 2009. Yeah. Times have changed. Yeah. I was in college. I mean, I... Yeah, yeah. But, I yeah, yeah, you definitely, yeah. You had much bigger fish to fry, like a recession. <laughs> here's your diploma. There's no job. Yeah, here, yeah here's, your, um, here's your diploma. Go get a job. There's none. Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, I... I Boy, this is, a, this is a really tough question. I don't, I don't... I know. I'm. I'm like. Is you know. Czech Republic. I don't know. Uh, Czech Czech Republic sounds sounds good. I don't. I don't have anything. So I think. I will. Nothing. Yeah. We'll 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 say we'll say the Czech Republic. They have locked in the Czech Republic. So the the rumor has it this stems from the fact that his son and his son's wife got arrested in Geneva. Oh. He called for the abolishment of Switzerland. Ah. He wanted all of the Italian speaking citizens to go to Italy, the German speaking citizens to go to Germany and the French speaking citizens to go to France. Wow. And was promptly ignored by the UN. Thank God. I don't know much about, about uh, Switzerland, but their flag is a huge plus. (laughs) (laughs) John and Lauren, what are we going with? You've got gambling, math, sports, or geography. Absolutely sports. Here's your sports question. What current NFL quarterback has finished second in MVP voting four separate times more than anyone else in NFL history? It's got to be Drew Brees. He's gotten shafted. He's gotten shafted a number of times. I'm pretty sure it's Drew Brees. I, I, that's what I would have said. Also, I think you're yeah. probably you're probably right, yeah. especially going current NFL quarterback who's been shafted that many times, because a lot of the old guard is starting to you know, kind of turn over right. um, as far as quarterbacks are concerned. So, so yeah, I'm fine with Drew Brees. Yeah, I'm going to go Drew Brees, lock that in. Yeah. And it, as the San Diego Chargers said when they were drafting him, we are fine with Drew Brees as well. It is Drew Brees. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He came in second Nicely place done. in 2006, 2009, 2011, and 2018. And then got shafted out of a Super Bowl that same year, 2018, right? That's when the the no call. That was yeah. That was the non-pass interference call year. Yeah, no, that was that was the Pats. That was the Pats. And it is back to Mike and Nikki. Geography or gambling math? I think we'll punt. Um. <laughs> okay, beard out. You get two straight questions. No, uh, we'll take we'll okay. take. I think uh, we'll gambling take math. gambling math. Most gamblers know that the best odds at a casino are usually betting red or black at a roulette wheel. But that's just not fun. If you were to add up every number on a roulette wheel, you'd come up with what number? Oof. Mm. Wow. Get your fingers and toes ready. Gonna need more than that. All right, so let's see. Uh, never, well, there's, I've never okay. been a roulette player. I did, but I'm just trying to remember what it peaks out at. Like, what, does it go to 30? It goes to 30-something, I think. There's like zero, double, zero. We won't count those. And otherwise, it's just a straight run. Um, so, uh, all right, let's at least... Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure it at least goes to 30. So, uh, 10, 15, 21, 28... 36, 45, 55, 66, 
120, and that's through 15. Um, 136, 153, 171, that's through 18. I know, I'm just trying to count up, and then... I don't know if you know how much is in the is in a roulette wheel. What I just say, one seventy one, one seventy one through eighteen. So it makes sense. One ninety through nineteen. Uh, Two ten is through twenty. Two thirty one. I do not. I, I, I <laughs> used to go to Vegas every year. I, I did yeah, not I know. say it was on a roulette. That's right. I never played roulette. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, you I, did I, say I, you did say add all the numbers, right, Chris? Correct. I'm looking for the sum of all the numbers on a roulette wheel. Okay. Even if you say three. I, I, no, I know. I'm hoping I'm doing doing math correctly. So two, it was 210 through 20, uh, uh, 231, 253, because I'm pretty sure it's straight through. Uh, it's straight numbers. Right, I, I it's straight numbers. Know, I just don't, I just don't know, know what, what I don't know to. where it peaks at. It's either 32 or 36, I feel like. Um. So I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> Uh, all right, so 231, 254. Uh, He's dying. This is like a... Oh, uh, you're, you're you're giving me an ad and add 30 plus numbers. And that's time. What's your answer? What's that? That's time. What's your answer? Ah, ah. All right, so it was, uh... Just giving you a hard time. 10 at 20, um... We'll say, I mean, shit, I don't know, 360. They have locked in 360, and unfortunately that is incorrect. John Lauren, do you have any idea how many numbers are on a roulette wheel? I I think it goes to 36, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm just adding it all up. Um, I was trying to do that, and I got called time on me. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I you 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 went way too slow about it. I did. That's because good. if you think if you think about it, so you got so if you if you cut it down to thirty, right? You start with thirty, and then twenty nine plus one is also thirty. Twenty eight plus two is also yeah. thirty. So half half of thirty is fifteen. So multiply thirty times fifteen, you got four hundred and fifty. And then if it goes up to thirty six. Just add thirty one through thirty six, and then add that to your four fifty. You're a fucking genius. Can you take the GMAT for me? When I want to get my PhD, I need someone to get the math stuff right. Oh, that's too bad. Um, <laughs> all right, so then 30, 30 times... If I said this number sounds six. familiar, would that help at all? 666. It's 666. Ha! I was getting there. I know. The number of the beast. Yeah, okay. Ah. Is Are there 36? There Is are thirty eight so there are thirty seven or thirty eight pockets on a roulette wheel, depending on which where you are. And there's a zero and a double zero. In the zero, US right? there's a zero and a double zero. Most other countries only have a zero. Oh, okay, but it's still one through thirty six and then two other pockets. Okay. All right. All right, and that leaves geography for Lauren and John. Woohoo. And I am going to apologize in advance. I have had this question in my quiver for a while now, and I'm just now pulling out the big guns. But I will tell you, this particular question does have up to 100 bonus points attached. Ooh. Don't get excited yet. Here's your question. I'm not. In Africa, there are three sets of countries that are neighbors in more than one way. 
not only do these countries share a border, they're also neighbors when you list the countries of the world alphabetically going by UN charter nations. Name any one set of these countries, and for 50 bonus points each, name the other two sets. So they, they share a border in Africa, and they are also bordering each other on a list of UN-recognized countries when you list them alphabetically. Well, this is this is not our purview. I know I know that um, Weird Al appeared in the Weezer uh, video for the song Africa that was originally recorded uh, by Toto. But I love that song. That it's 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 op- absolutely amazing. Um, but I just African geography is my worst geography and that's sad you know that obviously speaks to the the way that the world kind of is today you know the the sort of westernization of um the way things do think you know the way we do things and colonialization and all that stuff and damn i'm getting really serious now and so i'm just trying to think (laughs) and when i think i guess i'm getting like extra serious um i'm because i'm just trying to think of african countries in my head john do you have anything Anything at all. Um, can you think of a third African country that starts with S-O? Because I've got South Africa and I've got Somalia, but I'm not sure that they are even remotely near each other. But um... I've got I've got letters there. I know it's not just Congo. It's Democratic Republic of Congo or whatever. So, like, I don't right. know if that would fall under D or fall under C. So I'm throwing that out of my brain. Right. Uh, like Kenya, I can't think of any, uh, any other African countries that start with K. Well, that's where um, you can see lions, only in Kenya. Yeah, only in Kenya. They've um, got lions. <laughs> it's a zebra. Can you believe it? Because like, I can't. Mozamb- <laughs> Mozambique. Namibia. No, I th- can you think of a third one that starts with S-O? So can you repeat the question for me? Of course. Please and thank you. In Africa, there are three sets of countries that are neighbors in more than one way. Not only do these countries share a border, they're also neighbors when you list the countries recognized by the UN alphabetically. Name any one of these sets of countries... And for a bonus 50 points each, name the other two sets. Okay. Okay. So there may be... Oh, so they're direct neighbors when you list the countries alphabetically. Yeah, yeah. They're direct neighbors alphabetically, and they are direct neighbors, like, howdy neighbor, like, looking over the fence. Oh, like, ho- um, hello there, Wilson. Yeah, hello there, neighbor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. i'm sorry um oh my god you know I, i'm trying like like my eyes keep moving in like weird places because i'm trying to like is there a map of africa on my ceiling like no like there's nothing anywhere i'm just like trying to can you sing africa. the yakko song can you sing the yakko song for me united states canada mexico panama haiti jamaica peru 
Republic Dominican, Cuba, Caribbean, Greenland, El Salvador, too, Tanzania, Somalia. Da, 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 da. I don't. And I just swear I stop. I know the states and the capitals. But I don't know the world one. Yeah. And it's wrong now. Um. Oh crap! You know what, John? I have no idea. Do we get partial credit if we name two of the three? Like, like sixty points or sixty-six points if out of a hundred? No. If we got two of the three in a in a grouping. It's not two of the three. There are you're looking no, for we, six countries. Yeah, so we just need two countries that that border each other and are also near each other alphabetically in the thing. Yeah. <laughs> there. Oh wait, I'm like thinking of two groups of like three groups of three. It's just groups of two. Yes. <laughs> three groups. Of oh two. my goodness. You then why don't we fuck? just go with Somalia? Hey, why don't we just go with Somalia and South Africa? Bang, done. Sure, done. Lock it in. It's wrong. It's wrong, but fine. Hey, it's a guess. Okay, they have locked in Somalia and South Africa. Um, unfortunately, that is not correct. Somalia is in the north part of Africa. South Africa is obviously on the west coast. Mike and Nikki, yeah. <laughs> do you, you guys have any idea? Well, honestly, we thought we were in the same boat as them. I thought it was three sets of three, not three sets of two. Um, if Niger is still a country in Africa, I would say Niger and Nigeria, but I don't. for some reason I don't think it is. Uh, but otherwise, I'm kind of like what Lauren said. Unfortunately, incredibly westernized and incredibly ignorant when it comes to Af- African geography. So according to the UN, there are only two countries that begin with the letter Z. Zambia, Zambia and Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. And they do border each other. That's one. Motherfucker. Uh, another one is in Central Africa. There is a Central African Republic that directly borders Chad. Ah, Chad. And then there was a country, I think this happened in the 70s, but there is a country on the West Coast uh, called Guinea, and there was a portion of them that split off. So there's Guinea and Guinea-Bissau. Okay, Guinea-Bissau. Yep, Guinea-Bissau. Yep. Sorry. So those are your three sets. They share a land border, and they are next to each other in the UN, United Nations recognized countries. All right, and before we head into the fifth round, which is not the wager round, by the way. The wager round is still coming up. Before we head into the fifth round, though, we took a beer break. We got some uh, some cans and bottles that have been opened. Lauren, you seem very excited. What do you have? I actually am, like, super excited about it. I have a nice collab beer, and I love a good collab between breweries. Uh, this is primarily from Wild Leap Brewing Company in LaGrange, Georgia, but they have collabed with Extreme Hops AL in Auburn, Alabama, and it's a it's a fresh hop double IPA, and it features Cascade hops, and it's called Wild Leap Three Harvest, and it's delicious, absolutely delicious. It's like it's one of those beers that you open it and it just smells good, you know that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those, and the can is super adorable. It's got like a little buffalo on it, and very excited <laughs> about it. So I like it. Hey, we'll, we'll hey, take Mikey. it. And I'll say this. It must be one of the good... Once every five years or so, Auburn puts out something good. That means if they put out a good beer, it will not be their football team this year. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just want to say, like, you guys are... you got, Y'all over at the Beard Owl Podcast are fantastic at describing your beers. I love listening to you describe your beers. You're, oh, you're very you. good. You're very oh, good thanks. at that. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, like me and Chris, you, you can add longtime listeners to the PT of... No, pup tree experience. No, Chris is always goes. This is phenomenal. Like that's his word. That's, that's phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Right. But it, we're just like, I really like this beer. 
And I wish I had the vocabulary to describe to you exactly why I like this beer, but it's all right, Mike. I just like it. Mike, what did My you grab? My father will be so proud. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what did you grab? I didn't grab anything. I'm still working on my pumpkin ale. Oh, I've got, I got a new one. All right, John. All right, so, so Chris, your first one had something to do with coffee. Yes. And Mike, your second one has to do with pumpkin. Do not break my heart right? here. Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, are you Don't about to make my dreams come true? Maybe. Um. So I have a. Uh, so my favorite beer that I've rated is uh, by Southern Tier Brewing Company called Pumpkin. I love the pumpkin. Right? And pumpkin is great because it's a pumpkin beer, but it doesn't it's not pumpkin spice beer. It's like actual pumpkin. And so yep. this what I have here is cold press coffee pumpkin. Ooh. Which is pumpkin with cold press coffee brewed with it. And so it is amazing. That oh you did. You just made my dreams come true. I need to find out how to acquire that now. Yeah. Um it's obviously a limited release because it's a pumpkin. Thank God for that. Beer. Right. But you know what? It's I rated it a 475 um because it's it is a step below the pumpkin for me. It's very good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, no, it it's it's got a very you really get the 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 coffee flavor, you really get the pumpkin flavor. They're both very forward. Um, nice. And there's a uh, a nice pumpkin aftertaste to it as well. So Ooh. So it's yeah. like having pumpkin pie and a coffee after Thanksgiving meal. Right, but not like a lot of that cinnamon nutmeg bullcrap that's in pumpkin pie. It's like if I it's like I took a spoon into a roasted pumpkin and started eating the roasted pumpkin and, and then drank coffee side by side. It's beautiful. Yeah. That sounds like a savage Thanksgiving and I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just pumpkin guts hanging from my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> seeds everywhere oh so many seeds oh gosh oh it's yeah. beautiful it's beautiful i think chris is still reeling from the uh, the amount of pumpkin that is i don't do pumpkin y'all i don't do pumpkin at all i right. just wanted to relate you guys <laughs> I, I thought that was well done well done john um, beautiful beautiful thing i see i pulled one that had something from alabama yep. yeah see uh, well i did the exact opposite i pulled one from Canada. Um, I am drinking a Unibrow Dom de Du. This is a Belgian style Unibrew. triple wheat ale. What did you say? Did I, did I mispronounce something else again? Yeah, it's it's Unibrew, not Unibrow. I've Unibrew. seen Dodgeball one too many times. Okay, is it really? Um, I don't think I ever knew that all this time. <laughs> it's it's Unibrew. It's yeah. R O U E. I don't yeah. go to places where it's cold, so I don't know these. That's things. That's true. Unibrew. Unibrew, the Don de Du, the Don de Du, Belgian style triple wheat oh. ale, nine percent ABV, uh, not 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 a leisurely sip it uh, or drink it quick beer. This is a sipper, and mm-hmm. I opened it about ten minutes ago, and it's almost gone. So <laughs> we're heading into our fifth round, and your fifth round. Stop me if you're shocked. Your fifth round is in Weird Al. <sighs> this is our chance to come back. Maybe. Unless they know a lot about Weird Al, in which case, hey, we got one wrong in the pregame and they didn't. Yeah, I know. That was all my fault. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll remember that. Yeah, word. it was. We know. <laughs> there are four questions in this round, but 
each team gets to answer questions. So we're going to be using the lock-in methodology here. When you know your answer, go ahead and lock it in, and we'll let the other team talk it out. There are no categories here. Your first question in the broad category of Weird Al. In 2018, Weird Al had perhaps his weirdest idea. A concert featuring mainly his original songs and no parodies, although he did typically would play at least one straight cover song at least during every show. What was the name of the tour? Oh, shit. She's got it written down. I, you know, like, I know she knows it. I know it too, but I know she knows it. I'm just going to let her. We don't need to. They can, they can talk it. Well, no, no, let's, let's just make sure it because. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're locked in. We have confirmed with each other. Beard Al has locked in. Mike and Nikki talk it out. Ah, it's the, it's like the, it's like the unnecessary self-indulgent, like Weird Al tour. And I just don't remember the exact name, but it's something along those lines. Uh, I just, I don't, I, I don't remember the exact, I'll, I'm going to say the completely unnecessary self-indulgent Weird Al tour. It's something like that. Uh, they have locked in. Lauren, what did you and John lock in with? Okay. Can I? You were on the right track. Yes. So, like, nice try. but Nice try. <laughs> um, we saw this tour, and I just have a very, very short story. I live in Florida. I flew from Jacksonville to the Philadelphia airport. My brother John and his wife picked me up at the Philadelphia airport, from which point we drove to Atlantic City to see this tour where our parents met us. I stayed in the Philadelphia airport hotel for one night and flew back home the very next day. <laughs> it is the ridiculously self-indulgent, self-indulgent ill-advised vanity tour. That's it. Yep. 100 points to Beard Al. Nicely done. So that was that was sort of actually my plan, too, and it just got derailed for reasons that I've forgotten now. But I was going to say I was going to drive up to Atlanta and try and see it. Because that was the closest it was coming, and I just don't remember. I don't remember why, but... Yeah. That was the closest it was coming to me, too, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going with my brother. Oh, yeah. And I'm flying. That was a really good time. We ate at the Gordon Ramsay restaurant. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, high roller. Yeah, it was right, really good. Right next to that Caesar statue. Yeah. Question number two in the category of Weird Al. Despite having a career that spanned over 40 years so far... Weird Al has only had one album reach number one on the Billboard charts in the U.S. Which of his 14 studio albums was it? We can, we can lock in. Mike and Nikki have locked in. Lauren, John, talk it out. Okay. The only one to reach number one. Well, I can tell you it wasn't Polka Party. Yeah. I, 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 John, I, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was mandatory fun. Okay. That reached number one? Yeah. Like, when it came out, it, I, I, yeah. I remember all the videos coming out in a week, but I didn't realize that it actually hit number one. I'm pretty sure it did. If you're super confident about it, I, sure, we'll go well, with it. Well, because when we were... Because you had a lot of thunder with that. No, oh, God, I know, but my <laughs> thunder. Oh, my thunder. Where are you on the Garth Brooks 
Dixon line. In my Garth Brooks, my Garth Brooks scale of thunder, does the thunder roll? Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, no, I just feel like this album, like it was like a career kind of achievement sort of thing because he did everything the way that he did. It was the first album of his to be number one. Okay. I read that somewhere, and I feel pretty good about it. So, if I'm wrong, the next time you see me, like, you can punch me somewhere. Okay. Whoa. But, you know, I wouldn't, but... In the face. Yeah. Well, no, I wasn't... I'm more insinuating, you know, we shouldn't be punching women on this podcast, but okay. No, but he's my brother. So, I've... I, you know, I kicked his... I kicked his tooth out once. No, it wasn't a kick. It was a karate chop with the Power Rangers It was Rangers a karate glove. chop. You were wearing my Power Rangers gloves. My front tooth was loose, and you karate chopped it out. Yeah. So, I'm a, he's allowed to punch me. I, <laughs> the I, gloves made the, the swishing the noises. The noise, yeah. Yeah. They had, there was a little button in them that you hit it, and you just whoosh, 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 whoosh. Yeah. yeah. So, we're going mandatory fun. <laughs> mandatory they fun. They have locked in mandatory fun. Mike and Nikki, what did you say? So if if memory serves, Mandatory Fun was not only his first number one, it also actually debuted at number one. But we also locked in with Mandatory Fun. And that's because it is Mandatory Fun nicely done. Good job. Ah, my thunder rolls. And And the lightning strike. Here we go. The Weird Al round, question number three. Weird Al credits what syndicated comedic radio personality for his start? This person played Weird Al's first major parody, My Bologna, on his show to help jumpstart Weird Al's career. Yeah. <laughs> Can we lock in or three, two, one it? Like, I think we both know it. I'm always nervous about three, two, one because I'm always afraid right, I'm so going to say we'll Stanley Kubrick. Okay. You <laughs> son of a bitch. And that's my one per cast, and you didn't think I was going to get it. Did you suck. We 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 can go ahead and lock in with uh, we both. I think we both clearly know it's Doctor Demento. Yes, absolutely, hundred percent, Doctor Demento. Doctor Demento is correct. We're on to our final question in the Weird Al round. Lauren is censoring herself by chugging an IPA, (laughs) (laughs) and the clap is her way of saying yes. She is ready. Question number four in the Weird Al round. Speaking of Dr. Demento, when Weird Al sent him my Bologna, he was majoring in what at the California Polytechnic State University? Okay, we're locked in. There are no hints here. These are the Weird, weird Al experts. Mike and Nikki talk it out. Um, that was the first thing that came to my head. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't. Nikki, I'm not even a weird owl. I, I, Nikki, Nikki, Nikki said like I don't know architecture, and I was like architecture is the first thing that popped in my head too. No, like weird weird owl was actually he was like a he was like a wonder kind. He was like valedictorian of his class and like super super smart dude. And I genuinely don't know what he studied in in college. So I I I feel like I've heard it somewhere architecture was actually the first thing that popped into my head too and i have no idea where it came from and as we've learned listen to your wife so we'll lock in with architecture they have locked in architecture lauren and john what do you say we locked in with architecture as well (laughs) (laughs) ladies and gentlemen we have some legit weird al fans here if you can't tell by now (laughs) he was an architecture major 
Nicely done. Okay, your scores heading into the wager round. Team Pub Trivia Experience has 900 points. Team Beard Al has clawed their way back in. They have 880. Oh, wow. Oh, it's just that 20 points boy. that I fucked up. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Isn't it, Lauren? Here's how this round is going to go. I'm going to give you four categories. You can divvy out any of the points that you have remaining, and you can wager them however you want across those four categories. If you get the question right, you get the points. If you get the question wrong here, you will lose the points. Your four categories, stop me if these sound familiar. Wine and beer. Kid stuff, or more specifically, when mythology and Disney collide. Entertainment, again, more specifically, pop culture and politics. And your last question is in Weird Al. So we're going to go in the same order that we did the show in. We're going to start with wine and beer. Same lock-in rules apply. When you're ready to lock in, go ahead and just say locked in. Here is your final question. What Ivy League institution offers a degree in viticulture and enology, a.k.a. the cultivation of grapes and the science of winemaking? No word on if Here Comes Travel performs at their graduation. Mike, Mike and Nikki can lock in. All right, Lauren, John, talk it out. No, I just. I was going to say the same thing. It's got to be something in the West. Yes. And yeah, you. Stanford. I'll, we'll lock in with that. Yep. All right. They have locked in. Mike and Nikki, you're locked in. What did you lock in with? <laughs> we, we locked in with Cornell on the uh, strength of the Here Comes Trouble clue. <laughs> we have some office fans. Here Comes Trouble is Andy Bernard's acapella group at Cornell University. Nicely done, nicely done. Lauren and John, what was your wager? Zero. <laughs> Mike and Nikki, what was your wager? We, uh, what do we wager? 100 on, on the wine and beer category, I think? Yeah, 100. All right. Your next category is in kid stuff. More specifically, when mythology and Disney collide or cross paths, whatever. Technically speaking, Snow White is not the first Disney princess. In 1937, Disney released a short called The Goddess of Spring that featured what daughter of Zeus and Demeter? But you may know her better as her other nickname, The Goddess of the Underworld. Mike and Nikki can lock in tentatively. Mike and Nikki have locked in. Lauren and John talk it out. We have no oh boy. Do we know? Do we know? John? Um, I remember Oh, oh, um, go, oh, go oh, oh, go uh, with what yes. In, so in Hercules, I remember Hades played by James Woods. Um I'll be fitting now. He had this uh yeah, I know, right? He had this this assist I'll call her an assistant. Uh her nickname was Meg. I pr- I'm pretty sure it's Megara. I'm going to go with Megara. Yeah, why not? They have locked in Megara. Mike and Nikki, what did you say? Um, well, I, I, I'm guessing, but I just know that the 
that Hades' a wife in the original, or original, <laughs> the original, the original Greek, <laughs> in the mythology, his wife was Persephone. But at, so, but my other guess was maybe Megara. But I'm, I'm gonna guess Persephone's. They have locked in with Persephone, and Persephone is a correct answer. Lauren, nice and, job, Lauren and Yay. John. What did you wager? Zero. Mike and Nikki. We wagered 261 points on that one. You know what? I'm going to say this real quick. Um, if the if you did not have uh, 1,000 points going into that question, I would have been very mad. Math got a lot easier with even numbers. Yep. Okay. Question number three. Your category is an entertainment, more specifically pop culture and politics. Here is your question. In 1984, Congress, with the help of President Reagan, instituted the first piece of anti-hacking legislation as a part of the as a part of the Comprehensive Crime Control Act. This was partially inspired by the release of what 1983 film? All right, John and I are going to lock in. War, I, 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 think, I, think, I think War Games is the first one popping in yeah. my head. Yeah, War Games. All right, we'll lock in with War Games. They've locked in War Games. Lauren, John, what did you say? Uh, we said War Games. And it's a good thing you did. War Games is a correct answer. Um, it is said that seeing the movie War Games actually scared the president enough to ask if this was possible, and when was told yes, decided to do something about it. <laughs> Mike, Nikki, what was your wager? We wagered 200 on that one. John and Lauren, do I need to ask? <laughs> no, we zero. wagered zero. <laughs> I knew it! <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you right now, it's all going to come down to Weird Al, I think, right? Yeah. Absolutely. It is somewhat fitting. I, I wouldn't have it any other way. It is somewhat fitting. This all comes down to Weird Al. And I would feel a lot better about this question if, you know, you guys didn't go seven out of eight on my Weird Al round. Mm, so. I would too. <laughs> Lauren, you look stressed. You okay? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm good. Here is your Weird Al question. Of Weird Al's 14 studio albums, how many of them did not contain a polka medley? Locked in. John just locked us in, so... Yeah. John and Lauren are locked in. Lauren had no say in that whatsoever. Do Do we get bonus points if we can name which albums they are? No. Oh! All right, so... His first album did not have a polka medley. And I'm pretty sure after that, the only other album that did not have a polka medley was the UHF soundtrack. I'm going to now look at the faces of the people that we're playing against. (laughs) (laughs) And they're very good polka faces. Boom. Uh, Polka polka face, polka face. All right. Uh, So I can walk through... Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm walking through the albums, but in 3D had one. Dare to Be Stupid had one. Polka Party had one. Even Worse had one. Off the Deep End had one. Those are the only two I can think of. So I, I, I'm comfortable locking in with two, and uh, we'll go, we'll go with that. Um, I, th- I think it was his self-titled debut and the UHS soundtrack. Two. So they have locked in with two. Lauren and John, what did you say? 
we also lock in with two, but I wish that you would have given credit for which album, because it's not UHF, it's even worse. UHF had Hot Rocks Polka. Oh, shoot, you're even right. Worse, you're even worse right. did not have a polka. So you got the right answer of two, <laughs> but you got the wrong album. Ugh. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Oh, my Lord, you backed yourself into a right answer, Mike. Mike, Nikki, John and Lauren, you're both correct. The correct answer is two. John and Lauren, how much did you wager on that question? 880 points. All the beans. 880 points. So to put that into to put that into perspective, Mike and Nikki would have had to have wagered 298 points or less for Lauren and John to win. 299 would be a tie, 300 would be a win. Mike and Nikki, what was your wager? 300. And with a score. My lord, with a score of 1761 ah. to 1760. A hell of a game, Mike and Nikki. Congrats on the win. You know, I, I, you know what's really driving me nuts is even as I was saying it, I was like, wait, I don't think even worse had a polka. Oh, I should have changed it to three. Just, I was about to change. You would have been three, wrong. And I was just like, no, I just feel like it's two. <laughs> well, if you've listened, we have said it's two on our podcast a couple of times. Before we say goodbye, Lauren and John, tell our listeners once again where they can find you and what you guys are all about besides drinking and strip clubs and cocaine. Oh, yeah. All about that cocaine. That's something yeah. else. You know, if you say the name Michael Kane in the accent of Michael Kane, it sounds like my cocaine. Michael Kane. Michael Kane. Just say my cocaine and it sounds like <laughs> Michael Kane saying his name. But anyway. <laughs> Um, you can find us at basically anywhere you listen to podcasts. We are all over, you know, so we're on the Apple, the Spotify, the Google, the, all all that crap. Um, but we're the Beard Owl podcast and we talk about beer and Weird Owl and a bunch of our childhood stuff. Um, I don't know. It's, I don't know. People seem to like it. More it's people fun. like it than I thought would. It's fun. Thank you. I, I, I love it. I I really do. <laughs> you told me he's like from a I, I I listened to, I listened to two episodes and I walked in. I was doing yard work and I walked into Dickie and I said, "I have found my people. <laughs> they they just sit there and they talk about beer and Weird Al and random childhood reminiscences." And I'm like, "Yes, this is absolutely this is my dude. right right in my wheelhouse." Well, you are welcome on our show anytime. We'll we'll, we'll talk. We'll get together. We'll talk. We'll talk about what we can talk about. No, um, no big whoop. No big whoop. I'll give you a topic. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what else to say. You know, we have a we have a good time. We drink. It's fun. So speaking of childhood flashbacks, if you could not use that accent again, that'd be great. <laughs> no, that's no no problem. I will I will stop. My Linda Richmond will go away. Everyone, that has been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. Find us anywhere you get podcasts. Obviously, you know that if you're listening right now. Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Pub Trivia Experience, on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod because of those damn character limitations. They hurt me in high school. They're hurting me here. PubTriviaExperience.com. Email the show, PubTriviaExperience at gmail.com. Or, hey, did you know this? Mike, you know this. We have two more shows under the Pub Trivia Experience banner. Do you like movies? 
find recast that. That is a podcast for people who love movies and television shows. And we take those people and we make them recast some of their favorites or in the case of stop or my mom will shoot some of their least favorites. And just launched this month is boozy bracketology. We will take anything and put it into a 64 team March Madness style bracket. And we will drink and argue until we get down to one final champion. Up right now is the entirety of the Disney line. And by the time this podcast comes out, we are neck deep into the best comic book movie ever made. Every month we'll have a new topic. August was Disney. September is comic book movies. And coming forward, Nikki, we've got, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to have the best romantic comedy ever made. That's going to be at some point this year. I got it going. I'll get it. I'll get it done. October will feature a podcast we're recording this weekend, actually. The best sports movie ever made, among many, many other topics. That is a long way of me saying and talking a lot because I love to hear myself talk. Hey, everybody, go find the Beard Owl podcast. I guarantee you will have a good time. For the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. I'm Mike. Nikki. And for Beard Al. Oh, we've got Lauren. And John. He's still John. I'm still John. Still yeah. John. Still John. Still Lauren. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I just blinked, guys, and he is still John. So that's good news. Nice. Have a great week, everyone. We'll see you next Sunday with a new episode. Much to Maureen's dismay, we are moving on to your next category. Nikki, did I get a chuckle there, or was that just a bad joke? No? I, I, I didn't even I, catch I, the yeah, joke. Honestly, I think it was a sympathy chuckle, but you know. It was a bad joke. It's okay. <laughs> I won't make musical theater jokes. I'm sorry. Your next... Oh, it was a musical theater yeah. joke. Okay. Wine and he, beer. He, he attempted. Yeah. Handcrafted beers made in local breweries. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. That's okay. Rent is awesome. Yeah. Your you next. You've, you've seen Rent. I've seen Rent. I just don't. It, Rent never connected with me. I don't know. I think I saw it at the wrong time. I know. No, I, feel I know. Like I like to well, pay I it was either. like that. Was like I was like in the pit, like when it was like cool. Like Rent so, was cool. So so many things are all about when you first. It when was you like ninety seven. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, I I I saw the movie Rent and I felt like it lasted five hundred twenty five thousand six hundred years. <laughs> my my oh, first experience with Rent was the movie, and I think that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, the I, movie's I, not good. I listened good. to the CD. Like I was in, like it was like the CD was popular. Like, right. Yeah, you know, but right. I was also like a theater kid. I was in the yeah. theater. So. I was listening to like the Offspring around the yeah. time that it came out. Yeah, like my Rent first was, introduction like, to Cats was also the movie. And that movie. Oh, was oh. Bad. oh god! <laughs> oh god! Butthole. Really, hashtag yes, release the butthole I, cut. I hope you've been able to squash that memory. <laughs> oh. That was, even worse. that was way worse than Chris. I wanted to make him feel better. <laughs>